So Norwich nil, Wolves nil on match day live extra. Disappointing result, fairly disappointing performance in some aspects. We'll go through plenty of it. I'm Mikey Burrows in the company of Andy Thompson here at Carrow Road. The former Wolves women legend Claire Hakeman has been watching from home. Claire, I'll come to you first for your thoughts on the result and the performance today. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was great, like you said. I think um, kind of a little bit of a backwards step from the West Ham game and it's kind of what we spoke about before the game where we, we do a brilliant display against West Ham in, uh, obviously last week and then and then we come away from home and, and struggle a little bit. I mean, I think you've got to give credit to Norwich. Don't forget Dean Smith's prepared to play uh, Wolves twice in just a few weeks. So we'll have done his homework completely on the way that we set up. Uh, it was always going to be a scrap. They were flying in terms of like physicality, um, which is probably things that we ha we didn't have to deal with so much against um, West Ham. Uh, so I think it was just one of those tough games where we, we were going to be out of possession a little bit. We didn't create very much in the final third. I think uh, chances-wise, I think we probably had about five shots on target. Well, five shots in the whole game, actually. And uh, I think Norwich were more like about 14. Luckily, they weren't so clinical in front of goal. And as you said before, I'd probably say Jose Sarr was our man of the match. Tomo, would you agree? Jose Sarr, man of the match for Wolves today? Yeah, without doubt. Um, two or three great saves that he's done to keep us in the game. Saying Norwich, you thought, had opportunities to kill the game off, as you could say. But again, some great saves. Had that one in the first half, didn't he? Say Pookie in the second half as well. Uh, and he was in the right place at the right time. And so look, and, that, and that's what a good keeper does, and that's what he's got to do. And he always looks in control, does he, at the back? And uh, I know he gets uh, your heart fluttering a little bit when he steps out of his penalty area, um, as we saw again on numerous times. But yeah, for me, probably the best player for Wolves today was was Saar, and that tells you everything about how the game's gone as well. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, his saves were were not saves with his hands. They were just him making himself big and putting his body in the way. But as I said earlier, he's been in the in the right place at the right time, and and that's what he did today. He was in the right place at the right time. Was able to get uh, his body to it or his hand to it, um, and that's what makes a good keeper. It's about that decision making, about where he needs to start from, and and he did that pretty well. And again, they put a lot of pressure on the Wolves' defence. Okay, they, we defended pretty well at times, but. You look at the chances that Norwich have had. They've had some, a lot of chances. Um, and it wouldn't for him. We would have lost that game. Who? Uh, listen, let, I mean, let's go back to it at the start. Because, Claire, Wolves actually had, had a, a good deal of control in the opening, I would say. Probably 10, 15 minutes, maybe slightly longer. But there was a, a point in the first half where Norwich's three-man midfield started to get to grips with it. And... And is there a question to say that Wolves maybe took too long to try and change things up to try and counter what Norwich were doing? Yeah, possibly. I mean, we didn't make a change, did we, till towards 70 minutes and, and it was clear the way that the game was going and, you know, it, it took till probably very late onto the game for us actually to drop uh, Adama back to right wing back and go 3-5-2. You do wonder if, if they could have done that a little bit earlier, could it have released Neves or Martinho or Dendonka just to get forward a little bit to support in the final third because things weren't quite working. Uh, but I think you learn as, uh, learn as you go in terms of personnel. Um, I think it's just a little bit disappointing when you think today, I think it's what you look at on paper, isn't it? They're bottom of the table, in the bottom three, you kind of 
like these are the results you want to bank on the three points you got Burnley in midweek and then we go into a period where in December we've got four of the top five playing but the Wolves as we know in the last couple of seasons we've tended to do much better against the the teams that are like higher than us uh, and struggled against teams that bring it to us that fi- make it a physical battle um, and you could you could definitely see that today. It was, it was as you said, like Jimenez was giving, doing some right graft in there, uh, having to work hard for the ball. But we just didn't. We had little controlled spells of play, which was great, but we just weren't breaking through into the final third and, and creating clear-cut chances. Well, here's the, so here's the stats breakdown. Wolves had 56% possession in the game, which is the highest away from home since the win at Watford earlier on in the campaign. That compares to just 40% at Palace, just 37%, the lowest in any game this season away at Leeds, and 43% at Southampton. They did slightly edge it at Villa, though it was slightly different circumstances in the way they were trying to come back in the game, Tomo. But that at least says to me that Wolves were a little bit better away from home than they have been in recent games. Yeah, it was. So Look, look, so we know they can have possession, but... It's the areas that they got the possession is the, is the problem. So, like, we struggled to give anything to our front three. So, like, I think Chunkao, Wang and Jimenez struggled to get into the game. I think the quality wasn't great up to them. Two shots on target in the whole it, game. Yeah, and, and one of them come from a mistake from Krul in the first half, Matinho. Uh, and you're looking at that and you're thinking, we've got to do better. We've got to try and help the midfield. We've got to try and help the defensive line as well because we've got to do better with quality up there. But also as well, I think that Bruno, for whatever reason, seems to be hesitant about making the change early doors. And I think, me and you can see it, that they need to change something in that midfield area. They were getting overrun by the three midfield players from Norwich. And and they were pressing, they were squeezing, and we had no outlet. And then we were kicking the ball up to the the front men. And because they were just winning and everything, it was just coming straight back at us. And that's where I think that change needs to be earlier. We've got to try and do something on the game. And because momentum was just swinging to Norwich all the time throughout that game, and again you saw it, uh, or you've seen it coming from Norwich a lot of the time. Mm. Well, uh, listen, crosses uh, Wolves only successful in one from nine today. That is the second worst that they've had all season. The question I'm going to put to you, Claire Hakeman, is uh, slightly confusing for me. When Traore came on, he almost immediately changed it again and put into wing back. And, and took him out of the area you wanted him to be. Yeah, I think you feel for him a little bit there, don't you? Because, I mean, everyone looked at that sub thinking, right, bit of a game changer. He's an impact sub. We want to get the ball to him as much as we can, get him on the ball, make things difficult for Norwich. And actually, pretty much as soon as he came on, Norwich had a really good spell of possession for quite a long period of time. And then pretty much before he'd even got to have a decent run at the ball, he was put back to right wing back and he's not going to have the same impact. You kind of want him to be a luxury player, don't you? I suppose, uh, Traore, you want to get him in and about the the, the back line of Norwich uh, and really take the ball to them. I think, you know, you'd be interested to know, wouldn't you, if how Pedence would have got on today. Obviously, after his great performance against West Ham, he would have been flying full of confidence and would he have made a little bit of a difference in those, you know, in those in-between areas, running in between the lines and, and creating little... Uh, pockets of space for us, um, but yeah, it's it's a shame, really. I feel I feel for Troy at the moment, but I do think with the the amount of games that we've got coming at us, uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be getting some game time, and I think I think he needs it. He needs to get a bit of a run in the team to get his confidence up and 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 start doing what he does best. Is he doing enough, Tomo, when he does come on? I mean, we saw him with a great run against West Ham, but then he didn't play the pass 
to Jimenez, nothing came from it. Today, we've seen a couple of glimpses where he can run past people. Yeah. But is Adama Traore doing enough to say to Bruno, pick me instead of Trincao? I, th- I think it's the, the amount of times that he's actually influencing his uh, the team when he's running with the ball. I think that he's probably not, for Bruno, he's probably not doing it enough for him. He's probably doing it in patches where he's he's probably 15, 20 minutes out of the game where he, he's actually been in danger. He's got to be doing it a lot longer in the game. Uh, more chances. But also, as well, when he's come on, I know we're talking about he's gone to wing-back. I know that, and he don't want to play there. But his body position when he's receiving the ball, he needs to be on the half-turn. He wants to be running at defenders. I don't want to see Traore getting the ball, it's coming to him, and he's playing it first time, or he's having a touch and passing it straight out. We want to see him get the ball and run at teams. And when he first come on, it was just like he was at back to play, had a touch, passed it back. A lot of the players can do that. We've got a player who's just come on there, what can cause mayhem to okay. the teams. Here's, here's the question then. Is that him and maybe a lack of confidence, or is that something that's quite clearly trained from Bruno for him to do? What do you think? No, I, I, it's difficult to say, but again, if, is his head in the right place at the minute because he's not playing? Who knows? Um, his confidence right for him, who knows again. But I think that an informed Traore, um, a confident Traore in the way that he plays and how he feels are causing problems. He's receiving that ball in a different position for me. We always know that if you half turn, have a touch, we know he can knock it past anybody or knock that little touch past anybody and cause him problems. When he's come on today, he don't look like the Traore that we know. I think that a Traore that we know who's... Uh, comfortable with everything that's going on, on and off the pitch, is causing problems for teams. And is his head in the right place? Who knows? But probably not because he's not playing. He's not starting. Even when Potence is playing, you would have thought he would be the player coming into the side and he hasn't. Trinkow's coming instead of him. How does that make them feel? Probably not very happy about what's going on. But... Yeah, but you've all not been picked, yeah, look, haven't you? But it's the way that you approach it, though. So, look, <laughs> is he going to be an attacking player that sulks or doesn't want to play or body language is wrong. You want to go and prove the manager wrong. For me, coming on, you want to prove the manager wrong. You don't want to come on there and not do the thing that you know you can do. And, and and well, is that the difference in the modern day footballer? I don't know. So look, uh, in my day, where you want to prove to the manager that you want to get him wrong, hmm. that you want to come out there and display some great ability running. We know what he can do. But I don't know. I don't know. I just wonder, Claire, like... <laughs> How much you think it's coaching and how much you think it is confidence? Because it's clear, you know, within the team, like that, that last couple of minutes there when there was a chance to maybe go and steal it, Wolves still played at that same tempo, which was we keep the ball, we move it round. And it's I, a couple of games this season. I know you've watched lots of them, whether you've been with us or not, that Wolves are, always seem to me at their best when they play at a much higher tempo than we've seen from them today. Is that fair? Oh, I, th- I think so. I think we play, like the last couple of games, even even the Everton game, the West Ham game, as soon as we score that goal, we've dropped back. And then we're like absorbing this pressure and we're like, oh, you know, as a fan, it's just not what you want to see, really. I, I get it. We want to, you know, we want to see the game through, you know, we're, we're managing the game. But equally, we look so much better when we take the game to teams um, and that's where players like your Traores will have an impact. And, and and I do 
believe. I think he's probably lacking a little bit of confidence, which I think is also inevitable when you're not starting games. I think Pedence looked like a hell of a player in in the West Ham game. It was his first start for ages. You know, I think he knew that was his opportunity. And, and you're hoping and probably thinking it's likely that Traore could well be uh, in the mix to play one of the next few games or start one of them. And then that's his chance to, to shine uh, and take his, his opportunity. Um, so I think... I think it's a frustrating game, really, when you think of how many chances we created in those first three games where we weren't getting results. Today, you know, we've we've we've, we've got to take the positives in the fact that we've we've had a clean sheet, we've battled, and they have had to battle there. We haven't seen a great performance, but they've still stuck together. They've ground it out, and and you know we've got a point to take home. And I'd rather have that than you know nothing and Norwich sneak it at the end after a poor performance. So at least we've got something to build on. Um, and the fact that Burnley comes round pretty quickly for us, it's it's a game to recover and, and get back on. And uh, that home form that we seem to develop on at Molyneux, we need to make the most of. Yeah, uh, second clean sheet in a row. Claire makes a great point there, Tomo. That and I, I said right at the end of the game, didn't I? That if you if you can't win the game, make sure you don't lose yeah. it. And having gone on a bit of a run where they they kept on conceding, actually to to maybe be a bit tougher to beat. Not necessarily a bad thing across the course of a season. Oh yeah. So look, so if you can start picking up points, and look, wasn't one of their guess, uh, best performances today, uh, and I'm sure that they'll admit it all. But um, again, yeah, if you can carry on doing that, not play well, but defend well, keeper uh, did really well as well, kept you in the game as such. They had opportunities. Well, you'll be pretty happy with that because you're hoping that you can have more better games than you can have bad games. I don't think it was a great game. Today. Leeds. You know, it wasn't a great game either. But you've got to point out the two of them. It's still difficult, especially with the momentum as well, having a new manager come into the, 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 into the team, into the club, and make it difficult. You can see that they're fighting for everything. Norwich, they have numbers just in the midfield area, uh, which is, uh, we've seen, but they're re- resilient at the back. So, like, they made sure that... They Connor Cody stepped in a few times. Saiz stepping in a few times. Matt, uh, sort of, Kilman stand, uh Stepping in a few times. Look, you've got to do that. If you've got to win things this season, you've got to make sure that you're difficult to beat uh, and have clean sheets if you're going to get anything. And look, that'll be the first one to say it, and I said it earlier, to hold the hand up and say, this wasn't a great game for us today. Um, you can let us know your thoughts, by the way, at Mikey Burrows. Use the hashtag Wolves Live on Twitter if you want to have your say. Andy Thompson and Claire Hakeman are with me. Uh, Claire, let's focus on a few positives within there today. Uh, Ryan Aitnori, who got his opportunity because of Marcel got an injury. Tomo, I know, really likes him. How have you rated him in the last couple of weeks? I, I think he just keeps improving. I think the West Ham game, he was superb. Um, I think he offers something different to Marcel. And I, th- I do think Marcel has his place in the squad and, and I've no doubt he'll be utilised again. Uh, he's obviously our more defensive option. Aitnori going forward is just... Uh, he's very difficult. You'd, be, you'd hate to defend against him. You don't quite know what he's going to do. He, he, you know, he doesn't take people on, but then he'll create little opportunities, little one-twos. Uh, he puts a superb ball into the box and obviously he's took over a little bit of corner duties as well from Gael Martinho. So uh, the way that he's come come on the, the last few weeks is brilliant to see because he's a young player and these are the types of players that, you, you know, you want to watch uh, and you want to see down at Molyneux. He's, 
He's got uh, him and Samedo. I think when we've been good, they've been firing and, and you know, they've been massively involved in a lot of the positives that have been happening in our, in our gameplay. Um, but I do think, you know, Marcel, like we said, we've got to have this little bit of depth in our squad and I think we're going to be challenged over, over the coming weeks with the amount of um, uh, games that we do have to play and it'll be interesting to see who's used where and uh, if there's any rotation used as well. Well, this is the the issue, Tomo, and you know, look, Willy Bolly picked up a, or has continued to have a bit of an issue, so was not involved today. No idea when he will be coming back. Uh, I know that they're hopeful that Pedro Neto will start to kind of get back involved, but it's still going to be probably at least a month, let's be honest, if not longer, before they get to to him being involved. They've talked about Bruno Jordao maybe start to be included in the under-23s to build up his fitness, which would give them another midfield option. But you look at the bench today, they can't name a full nine, and two of the eight they had were goalkeepers. Everyone knows that Wolves need more players, but for the time being, with Ruben Neves suspended as well, having picked up his fifth booking today, they are pretty light, aren't they? Yeah, well, how many years have we been saying this? That we've had a small squad, a um, few injuries, uh, especially over the last two or three years, it's 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 showed, hasn't it? It's showed that we are lacking numbers, we are lacking players to come in or experienced players to come in. As you said, there we've got two goalkeepers on the bench today. We've only put eight on the, the subs bench as well. And look, it's it's one of those things, but we need to make sure one we can get the players back as soon as possible. So hopefully, um, Bolly and that can come back in and Pedence. Uh, can come back in hopefully next weekend, depending on how he is. Um, but yeah, so it'd be great. It'd be like a new signing, Neto coming back. Um, and you think about the quality, what he's got, and what he's shown in the in the previous games before he got injured. So look, say so no doubt about it. And I'm sure Bruno will know um, that we need numbers, we need people. But I know they're talking about the under 23s. We're going to have to do with that over Christmas because can't do nothing about that until players come back from injuries or. But we can't get anybody into the club until January window. So look, it's it's a it's a matter of making sure that we make the best that we can. Neves is going to be a big loss uh, with the quality that he's got, um, but it's an opportunity for somebody else to come in. And well, as simple as that. Well, the under twenty threes play on Monday night at Kidderminster against Norwich. It will be very interesting to see whether Luke Cundall, who was on the bench again today is starting in that game, is involved in that game, because it's an it's an interesting one, Claire, because naturally you would expect Leander Dendonka to just come in and partner Jean Martino, and Tomo's nodding that I think he thinks that is what yeah. Bruno will do. But he has talked up Luke Cundall, and Luke Cundall is a little bit more get on the ball and, and move it than Leander Dendonka. And if he's going to talk him up, maybe it's an opportunity against Burnley on Wednesday night. To put him in, what do you think? Uh, well, it'd be an interesting one. I think if you're Leander Dendonka and you're waiting a quite a long time for your starting opportunity, I think he'd probably be a little bit frustrated by that. But I think Kundal's next in line, and I think that that's the key. And I, I think it'd be great to see him get some minutes um, in the coming weeks. And I, I think possibly, as we've spoken about how light we are with suspensions that are potential as well, um, I think the chances will come for players like Luke Kundal in the next month or so. Uh, we know the African Cup of Nations is, is coming up as well and, and that's going to be two more players potentially that, albeit Bolly hasn't been starting, but it's size, so there's another decision to make. 
we know that Morgan Gibbs White's playing well elsewhere. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, that transfer window treats us. Um, but yeah, I think Luke Cundall's a superb little player, and I think um, he deserves his moment. And from from obviously what I've heard, uh, Bruno Large, you say it does sound like he's very integral in the plans, and he's very settled in the first team squad for training. So um, it would be great to see him. And obviously today, what we've had to do is add three midfielders in there. So you know he's he's very much next in line, and it could be that he does go to a, a three man midfield. You know so. And, and Luke Cundall might be the perfect player in there to, you know, have a go at it alongside the security of Dendonka and Matinho with the experience in there as well. So mm. um, let's see what happens. Just on that point, Tomo, just before we, we wrap up in a second, on Burnley on Wednesday, are you tempted because of the fact that neither Traore or Trincao are really grasping the opportunity and Daniel Pudent still won't be available to maybe go with Huang and Jimenez as a two and yeah. bolster the midfield. Obviously, that maybe would mean you play Kundal, Dendonka and Martinho all together. Yeah, so that, that's a possibility that he'll do that, just uh, tighten it up because we all know what Burnley are like. We know that they're, they're kind of a bogey team to us, so that they unsettled us with the way that they played, the style Smashed of play. Smashed us last season. Yeah, they did, yeah. So, look, it's just, uh, the style of play that they, they got. So, it might be one of those games, again, that you've got to battle with it and and have numbers in there in the midfield area because, so you know that they will never give up. Their manager uh, has made sure that their team works so hard to make it difficult uh, for the opposition and that's going to be exactly the same uh, in the midweek. So, for me, I think that Den Donker will come in. I think, OK, he likes Kundal, but... Then day, I'll be very disappointed if I'm Dan Tonker and I started on Wednesday um, in there because you'd think that, that Neves going out, you would think that your opportunity is going to uh, come where you're going to be playing. So, But he might go with the three in there uh, because of the way that Burnley play and the, the style of play that they play. Um, because we know, so look, it's going to be a tough game. We said, like, on, on paper, you're looking at the two games today and Burnley before we've got Liverpool, Man City... Um, that it was going to be difficult and we needed to get points. Well, look, not a great game today. Clean sheet, though. That's the that's the bonus on it. See, this is football, though, isn't it? Because if we beat Burnley on Wednesday, everyone forgets this. Yeah, and just exactly. Goes four points exactly. from these two games. Great, exactly. great Exa- stuff. Exactly. But that's the thing, though, isn't it? So you've got to make sure that you win the game um, on Wednesday, where you've got to go and take the game to Burnley. We, we've watched Wolves a time this year. They've looked a different team in, in a lot of the games that we've played away. Okay, so you've got your Crystal Palaces, your Leeds. We've come today, not been great, but at home we look a different. But I think personally, the crowd do a lot of the help as well. Mm. They they drive the team on, they get behind the team, um, and look, West Ham were a good side, but I think as well that that crowd and the noise helped us a lot as well. And look, we played well, but I think that it does make a massive difference. So that our way support again today was great. You look at the weather. And they've travelled here today, and and say it's it's a great following, but there's nothing like playing at the Molyneux in front of a full house. Well, that is Wednesday night, so of course we'll have Match Day Live Extra for you for that one. I'll be with you on Monday night from Agbra as the under-23s take on Norwich. Sunday afternoon, Claire Hakeman, Wolves women up against Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup second round, a repeat of last season's game at the same stage that you and I were at covering on Wolves TV. Wolves went on to win on penalties that day. 
Two o'clock kickoff for the CKW Stadium. It's free admission for season ticket holders and under 16s. If you aren't a season ticket holder, it's just four quid for adults and two pound for concessions. And what an occasion it could be for Dan McNamara's team, Claire, who are absolutely flying this year. Yeah, they're doing brilliantly, aren't they? I mean, I think um, what a great start to the season, you know, getting promoted and then they're absolutely holding their own. Um, if they win their game in hand, they'd actually be top of the table at the moment. But uh, Derby have snuck in on, on getting some more games on the board. But yeah, they're, they're doing brilliantly. Obviously, tomorrow's a tough ask because uh, Forrest are up in the top three or four in, in that league as well. So it'd be interesting to see how they got on. But I mean, I think it's difficult, isn't it? A cup is a nice distraction and you can't be a bit of FA Cup action. But I know the girls will be fully focused on the league as well when they get back to it. And I know they've got a little distraction in there with the FA Cup and the League Cup. But um, it's a brilliant opportunity. And the crowds that have been getting down at uh, the CKW Stadium has been absolutely awesome. You know, three or 400 people turning up. So if we could get a few more fans down there tomorrow afternoon... Uh, two o'clock kickoff. I'm hoping to make it down there as well. So uh, it'd be great to see a few Wolves fans uh, down there. And it's a brilliant atmosphere and, and a real great advert for women's football and, and, and Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club. Well, good luck to Wolves women. Thank you very much, Claire Hakeman. Thank you to Andy Thompson. Claire is already tucked up nice and warm at home. <laughs> Tomo and look, I. Lucky, lucky. The rain has eased <laughs> off enough, so I think we're going to try and leg it to the cars oh, yeah. and get home. Good luck, boys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good luck, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. We will see. I'll see you on Monday night on Wolves TV for the under-23s and Match Day Live Extra is back on Wednesday night for the visit of Burnley.